have a request, but I forgot to make it until the very end of the podcast. So stick around, but I'm starting a YouTube series. I just don't know what the topic is going to be. So I need your help. Send in some suggestions. And now, coming at you from the five-star physique studio in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is The Drop Set. With your host, Darren Starr. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. I am Darren Starr, and I'm a full-time online prep coach and have been since 2012. You can check me out at 5starphysique.com and read about my coaching programs, check out workout programs that I have available, read articles, and most importantly, you can click on the podcast button at the top or go straight to thedropset.com to vote on the most recent poll question posted at the top of the page. It is really kind of hard to believe that I've been doing this since December of 2016, but here we are. We're over 200 episodes in, and we're still kicking. It's crazy stuff. Now, this show thrives on and exists only because of you, the listener. So I thank you for being here and also encourage you to contribute your questions and discussion topics. You can email me at darren at fivestarfitness.com or more easily, click on contact from 5starphysique.com and submit your question in the form. You can also find me on social media at Darren underscore star on Instagram is probably the best way to go there. Please also give a rating, like, thumbs up, review, or whatever is appropriate for whatever platform you're listening to this on. And please share the episodes you like and tag me in your posts. I appreciate it tremendously, and it helps us here reach a bigger audience, which makes it more likely that I can nab higher-profile guests for future interviews. So, with that being said, let's get on with it. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to episode 214 of The Drop Set. Darren Starr here. Thank you. I appreciate you joining me. As always, trying a little bit of a different camera angle here. Things are going to be changing pretty soon here, which I'm kind of excited about. I'm going to be moving from this location to that location back there that as you can tell by the uh there's a whole row of guitars there you can really only make out the where where's my finger there we go the uh the telecaster right there uh and then there's my bass right there that is my les paul clone right there you can kind of see it that's a Schecter seven string that still needs to be set up. Um, there's a whole bunch of them through there. And then there's a whole bunch on the wall out that way as well that you can't see. Anyway, as you can tell, that's my music desk. I'm going to combine things because that's a better location. Like it, the wall behind me will make a better backdrop for doing this kind of stuff. I'm going to be doing more of this kind of stuff in the future. The podcast will remain on video um, and I'm going to be doing some additional YouTube stuff as well. I need your input on how we're going to make that work. So I'll appreciate any feedback you have me on that so that'll be happening uh, relatively soon we got a few topics we want to discuss today right out of the gate um some of you some eagle-eyed listeners and viewers out there um might have noticed that episode 213 is gone um that was i deliberately pulled that down there were some edits that i wanted to make to it after the fact so um if you heard it you might know why but you might not you might not. I'm going to be uh, deliberately vague about it. But uh, nonetheless, I'll be making those edits and getting a good chunk of that back online at some point here. So um, the topics discussed therein will continue to be discussed here today and going forward as well. So um, 
First thing coming right out of the gate, there's three things that I want to talk about here. And if you saw the artwork for this, you know what they are. So I've already spoiled myself there. Um, The first thing I'd like to talk about is a continuation of judging stuff. So for those of you who are not really tuned in for the competition side of things, bear with me on this. I'm not going to go into a great amount of detail on this. I just want to go over a litany of complaints that I have and uh, trying to address some of those and basically air some grievances and put it out there on the record put people on notice like what's going on is simply not good enough um npc i'm talking to you now also uh, once again i will just continue to say this probably with every podcast going forward um the npc announced that they were forming a competition committee um in the wake of the washington post scandal aimed at you know ostensibly to fix a lot of the you know underlying structural problems in their organization um there's been absolutely no mention of that since that initial announcement which was limited and did not even go out to everybody who's an npc member they went and sent it out to one of their lists i did not get it i was forwarded to it forwarded it from a client who did receive it so i have uh, no idea what their distribution uh methodology was on that it was poor whatever it was um and so basically it was a oh shit let's cover our ass kind of a situation um <clears throat> in the wake of that uh, article coming out and uh i think they're just hoping that it's going to blow over and so far i mean honestly it seems like that strategy is working you know there's a lot of uproar, uproar about it and a lot of outrage about it and that's kind of died down people are moving on people are still going to shows um one promoter brent jones has stepped down from promoting shows because of that specifically um other than that it, it seems like it's largely business as usual so um and i think that we in general need to not be okay with that i'm not calling for a boycott on the npc i don't really think that that's um a valid option but i do think that we need to hold them accountable and just say hey guys you said you were going to put that committee together where the fuck is it come on make get it together um there's been absolutely no word on it and i suspect we will continue to not hear anything about it so email hold on um let's just get it here npc first at npcregistration.com send them an email and ask them about this competition committee where is it what are they doing with it um if enough people harass them that's the only way that we're going to make any noise so uh i will be posting that on my social media um we've got to make some noise about this uh i i want something to happen on this i want the npc to be a better organization so um but that being said nationals was this last weekend and by all accounts it was a mess um I mean, it was a big show. I don't know how many competitors were in it. I'm not going to do the math and add it up. I've done that in the past. And uh, at this point, I'm just like, why? It was a big show. There are a lot of people in it. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on. Lots of people got pro cards. Lots of people are upset about judging, etc. Um, I'm one of them. Um, I had a client in the show. I think she got jobbed a little bit. I don't think she should have won necessarily. She got a poor placing um, that I don't think was deserved in her class. And I'm, I, I always try to be as objective about this as possible. And nobody wants to come on here and listen to some dude whine about how his client got shafted or how he or she got shafted at a show. It happens all the time. I would just say, like, yeah, I'm not really thrilled with it. But also, if I'm looking for feedback, um, there is none. There's no feedback to be had from judges. You know, you can ask all you want, and you're just going to get, you know, um, garbage in response, um, just stuff that doesn't really mean anything. So one of the things that the NPC said that they were going to be doing was sharing their um, scorecards going forward. So um, I was kind of curious to see what that looked like. So let me, uh, for all those in YouTube land here, let me show you what that looks like here. Share screen. 
Hold on. Okay. That one right there, share. Is that working? Okay. So this is what a scorecard looks like from, uh, from the NPC. So men's physique, open class A, placing, competitor number, name. That's your scorecard. This is not a scorecard. Okay. This is a list of how people placed. <laughs> this, this is a results sheet. This is not a scorecard. A scorecard, if you look at pro shows, will have um, a column for, you know, instead of like right here where you've got placing, usually placing is over on the far right. So you'll have a column that says like judge one, two, three, four, however many judges there are, and how each judge ranked Stefan and Kirk and Carter and Eric, etc. Um so you can see like, okay, it was a unanimous first place choice or, ooh, so-and-so had uh, judge four. We don't know who judge four is. They're never named on the scoring sheets. Judge four had, you know, Kirk in first place and not Stefan. It was not unanimous. Okay. So if you're Kirk, that tells you like, all right, I was, I was on the cusp, right? Somebody saw me win in this class, right? Still is super vague and not really all that helpful because there's not often a lot of disagreement um, in the judges. Like more often than not, you'll see unanimous first, unanimous second, unanimous third place choices. Um, but there's there's none of the transparency that I want to see on a score sheet. Again, this is not this is not a score sheet. This is a result sheet. Um, this tells you absolutely nothing. The only thing that you will learn from this is typically at a show, if you're not in the top five, you don't necessarily know where you finish until um, the uh, until the results are posted online. That's still the case here. Um, but you know, in in my case with the show that I did last year, it took me like a week and a half before I found out how I placed because um, they didn't post a score sheet, but the results eventually were posted on NPC news online with photos and everything. And I could see how I placed then. So it took like a week and a half cause I wasn't in the top five. Um, so this is like, all this does is it tells you what you probably already know, or you're going to find out um, ahead of schedule uh, just because they were on it. And again, I don't know if we're going to see score sheets like this for other shows, but this was supposedly like their one big move towards transparency. You can see here, okay, we had the, the IFBB scorecards. What else do we have? IFBB, IFBB, IFBB. So this is really the only NPC show that has scorecards posted so far. Um, I would like to see more of it just because it's a sign that they're going to do something. Instead, I, I fear that it's only a, it's a nationals only kind of thing. So again, there's absolutely zero transparency added to the process. There's no value added to doing that whatsoever. You might as well just not. Guys, if that's your token, uh, token attempt to give us some additional transparency, just stop with yourselves. Okay, that is worthless. It is, it is beyond worthless. Okay. I, we don't want that. No. What I want to see is, as I've talked about before, how people are related in terms of conditioning. How do people score there? How do people score in terms of size? How do people score in terms of symmetry, presentation, that kind of stuff? Have a scoring rubric in place. Tell us what it is. Tell us what's important for each category. Um, until that happens, all this is bullshit. This is worthless. So, um, yes, NPC, uh, you need critics. Okay. I'm your best friend here. I'm telling you how to make yourselves better. Okay. It's just up to you to implement it. I'm not saying that all of my ideas are necessarily the best ideas. I think they are. I'm a little biased. I get that, but they are ideas. You got to take some of these and run with them because what you're doing now is not working. By the way, 
Y'all might have noticed him in the background there. Look at Taz out of his cone. Hey, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> Taz uh, went to the vet yesterday to get his cone removed post-eye surgery. Um, everything looks good, uh, and he's out of the cone. He's starting to taper down some of his meds, so... Thank goodness, because that was getting to be a, quite a schedule to manage, like 45 eye drops a day, et cetera. It's just like, oh man, it was a pain. So anyway, NPC, uh, you can do better. We need you to do better. You are the biggest organization in the industry. And as such, um, expectations are high. And we need you to step up and do a better job than what you're doing here. This, frankly, is amateurish. I get that you're an amateur organization, but uh, this is... Uh, not what you're capable of so let's do better let's do better guys come on come on um next up uh kind of unrelated but uh there there's a guy i found on instagram lately um which you know i i'm in the business of self-promotion as much as anybody else right but i'm gonna give this guy a shout out because um he he's doing what i would say is the lord's work um he's he, he's a he's a character and a half he is the guy known as Goob. If you're familiar with Goob, you know who I'm talking about. So um, his Instagram handle is um, Goob underscore U 2.0 or just two. He has multiple accounts because he keeps getting suspended. And so he keeps creating backup accounts and he rolls into those accounts until his original one, which is Goob. That's G-O-O-B underscore U2, like the band U2. Um, I don't know where that name comes from. Um, I forget what the guy's name is. I think it, I think his name is Dan something. I don't know why he goes by Goob. I'm sure there's a story there. I don't care. Um, so this guy, uh, he's, he's built a little cottage industry here of exposing bullshit bodybuilders, um, male and female, largely who edit their shit and post photoshopped photos in social media, including taking their stage photos and photoshopping those and posting those on social media. And I got to tell you, um, it's shocking how prevalent this is. And you learn a couple of things in, in watching this. And so you, you got to follow him just because, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's very gossipy. It's very, what would be the word prurient, I guess. Um, it's very entertaining though. Um, and it's just interesting to see just how brazen some people are with this. There was one guy he posted recently. I think this was just yesterday who Photoshopped his stage photos and literally like added 30 pounds of muscle onto his frame <laughs> with his, with his photo editing skills. Like it was ridiculous, like reshaped his entire body. He, he was already in good shape beforehand, but he looked like an Olympian after these edits. It was nuts. Um, but you know, women are always, you know, adjusting their quad sweep, making their booty pop out a little bit more, pulling their waist in every trick in the book. He's onto them all. He has techniques that he used where he demonstrates. He'll show you like, here's the original here's the edited version he does that a lot with stage photos because the unedited ones are online um and so you can find those and compare those to the ones that people post on social media so he, he spends a a good amount of time uh and effort and resources into um into exposing these people and he actually did a uh what he uh, he held the goobies last night which is his uh influencer award 
show and I, I did not watch it. I, I might go and purchase the live, the, the stream and watch it after the fact if I get bored, um, where he actually refers to them as shit fluencers. Um, so basically the, the dregs of the influencer community, um, and hands out awards for, I don't know what necessarily, um, but they're awards that I don't think you want to get. Um, so, but it, it's fascinating. Like, the, the thing that I think is most interesting about this is the people that he tends to call out um, and I, I, he, he finds stuff and people point out other people to him and then he'll start digging in and doing some research and then he'll post a video expose on it. It's like, here's what we got, people. Check this out. Uh, very matter of fact, he's very much a no bullshitter to the point of kind of being a dick about it. But, you know, I grant him uh, a, a bit of slack because it's a lot of work that he puts into it. He is also a coach. I don't know how the fuck he finds time to do any coaching because if I was putting these videos together, I wouldn't have time to do anything else. Um, but maybe he's just more efficient than me. Uh, so the thing that really shocks me about this is the people that are editing their picks tend to look incredible in their picks before editing them but they're not good enough. So they have to raise the standard even more for some reason. And it's just incredibly, I mean, it's just a level of insecurity that I can't even imagine. So I just need to go on record right now. I've never edited a photo and posted it online of myself or of a client. And that's the thing, you'll get coaches who will post edited photos of their clients online as well, which is pretty shitty. So none of mine are edited. I've never edited a damn thing except for maybe applying a filter on myself just because I can't stand the way I look a lot of times. And it's like, ooh, let's let's you know, let's bring the bring the detail down there a little bit, or let's go a little higher contrast to try and see if I can, you know, look a little sharper than that. But he's talking about like, hey, grabbing this and reshaping this and that here and there. And I mean stuff that you can't easily do in photo editing apps, but it's very easy to do in Photoshop with a with a dodge tool or a warp tool, something like that. So it's a, uh, it's pretty elaborate what these people will do and and the the uh, tools that he has at his disposal to to show what people are doing. Um, nothing elaborate or anything like that, but um, it's pretty cool just to see how blatant it is. Like, oh yep, look at the background, look at the background of the photo. If you have things like, you know, if you look at me right here, where am I? Like, if I was posing in front of this, and here's this door frame right here, right? Notice how that's supposed to be a straight line? Most door frames are. If you find a door frame that has a crooked line in it, that photo's been edited. Um, and sometimes it's kind of subtle. Like, I don't know, is it? And so he will superimpose like parallel lines on screen where you can see, yep, this, uh, this part here, this is straight, and this part over here is warped, so this has been edited. Um, and like he, he knows about metadata on files. So if somebody uh, stands by their assertion that, no, I didn't Photoshop this, even though it's clear that they did, he'll just say, well, send me the raw image and, you know, I'll check and see. And he can see what image, what app it's been saved by. And if it's not from the camera itself, then that's a really good sign that it's been edited. So um, fascinating to, to go and watch him. He also does a bit with... Um, uh, predators as well, where he's pretty ruthless in exposing anyone with predatory behavior online, which I applaud that. Um, he called out some some woman for you know posting a GoFundMe, um, which um, for some reason he took tremendous offense to. And I'm like, it's she wasn't lying about it. 
it's like I think it's it's dumb when competitors post GoFundMe's for competitive expenses just because you know it's it's a luxury, it's a hobby. You don't need people to fund your hobby, right? But if you want to do that, fine, that's on you. I think it's dumb and shitty, but whatever. Anyway, he he went hard on this one woman who did that. I didn't find that terribly appropriate, but whatever. Um, that same woman also the the thing that I took from from his expose on her above all else is that she is sponsored. That woman is by Golden Corral. Like what? Like the buffet restaurant chain, Golden Corral, is sponsoring a bodybuilder for some reason. I, I don't get that at all. That makes zero sense. So anyway, worth a follow. But the, the main reason I bring all this up is, first of all, go follow Goob just because, uh, you know, it, it's it's good for shits and giggles. It really is. Uh, it's it's pretty. I always, I always kind of get excited whenever he posts a new one. And he's got something new, like more days than not. It, it's remarkable um, the rate at which he turns stuff out. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm envious because uh, I have trouble just, you know, doing the day-to-day shit that I've got to do. Um, he also <laughs> called out a buddy of mine. Um, uh, in uh, one of the comments, he he posted a. Uh, basically a tribute to Boston Lloyd. If you know who Boston Lloyd is, if you don't, I'm not going to rehash the whole thing, but um, he passed away. I don't remember when last year, I think maybe. Um, and he, he had taken to calling out people in the industry um, for various reasons, like lying about their gear use and that kind of thing. And so he made a post where it's like, you know, a lot of what I do is, is in tribute to the work that Boston was doing before he passed away. And so I'm kind of carrying on that torch. And a buddy of mine commented about, you know, why would you try to carry on the uh, torch of a piece of shit like Boston who lied about this and blah, 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 and died and left a family behind, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude pick your battle this is not the time or the place uh he didn't get the memo and so he got roasted <laughs> he he was not editing photos but he got called out for his dickish behavior which was appropriate because it was out of line so um anyway um give him a follow the the main reason that i, I bring that up though is for anybody who plays the comparison game online, when you're looking at photos of you versus everybody else, you've got to understand that it's not always a fair comparison. And it's not that they're necessarily better than you. Oftentimes that's the case. That's the case with me a lot. A lot of people that I compare myself to way better than me, but also it's like, they're not always real photos. And this just is, it's illuminating just who is editing their photos, like top level Olympia level athletes. And the thing is, like, it's all going to show up on stage. And he posted one from, I, I should go back and find out what it was, but some kid who competed in his first show up in New York, I think it was, like the NPC Northeast, something like that. Um, and he was just blowing up social media beforehand because in his photos, he just looked crazy. Like his, his photos of him deep in prep going into the show looked nuts. I mean, the kid looked great. He's... Uh, I don't know if he's 19, 20. He's a young kid, um, but he looked great. He was really getting talked up and he showed up on stage and he looked okay, but he didn't look like the same human being in his photos. And so then there was this whole thing about like, oh, my peak week was terrible. My coach dropped the ball, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, you know, I ended up, um, you know, uh, I, I was binge eating and then throwing up and on peak week. And it's like, what a head case, but also like, very clearly he was editing some photos and the the point that goob made on that post is you know if you're a competitor we're gonna see you on stage so eh, 
you know, stop it. Stop it. Stop editing your shit. I would also say that at this point, um, the, the filter culture has gotten to the point now where some of my clients, some of my friends, some people that I know, even some family members, etc., when they post stuff online or they post videos, etc., people that I've met in person, their photo, like their face looks nothing like them anymore because they're just filtered all the time. And it's like, it's, it's not just like it's making you look better or it's smoothing out your skin. It's changing the shape of your face. Like I can't tell who the fuck this person is just by looking at their photo anymore. It's ridiculous. So I think the, the filter culture has gotten way out of hand. And then when you add Photoshop on top of that, it's ridiculous. So um, be you, people. That's the moral of the story. Be your goddamn self. And just be okay with that. And I'm talking to myself here as much as anybody else. I don't edit my stuff. Instead, I just decide not to post a lot of stuff because I'm not happy with how my pics look. That's my defense mechanism. I don't go for the edit button. I go for the do not post button, which I think we could all learn a lesson from that. So um, the other thing to talk about here would be... um, (laughs) A bunch of people asked me about this. Um, Liver King. Do you know who Liver King is? Um, man, this guy, we got to talk about this guy. Um, so let's see. We're going to pull this guy up here. I'm going to do a screen share again for those who are, uh, following along at home. So where's this, uh, share screen, this one again. All right. Here we go. So this is the liver king on Instagram, right? So um, now I am shocked here in that um, I'm, uh, for those of you who, uh, who are listening to this only, you can't see what I'm looking at here. It's his Instagram page that pulled up and uh, I'm only seeing the first three posts that he has. And he's actually fully clothed in two of these. Now these might be the only two posts that he's clothed in for his entire thing here. As we scroll down, he is shirtless pretty close to 100% of the time. And instantly for me, that's a big, hard no. That's a big, hard no. And it is the same, uh, same thing that I, uh, same strike I have against, uh, Athlean X, whatever his real name is, Jeff, something I think, um, is like, learn how to wear a fucking shirt, dude. Like, you're you're a fitness influencer i get it you can still wear a fucking shirt okay come on come on give me a break so this guy is just like captain of the dipshits right here um so he has basically built a brand around his nine ancestral tenets right which is i don't know what the fuck they are here but basically it's like you know it's very much a uh jeff sisson kind of mentality if you remember who he is from uh years past where you know he had the whole like what primal lifestyle thing was his thing um which is basically like get outside do shit eat real food get good sleep etc this that i mean it's all just like pretty obvious bullshit but he's all all really in on like eating like you know he's called liver king because you know there's a, a image here of him like noshing into a raw liver right here um so yeah that's a big fat hard no thanks for me um absolutely not I don't know what this thing he's wearing on his head is in all these photos. So he's definitely like a, a social media creation, right? It's a character, right? Um, but he has, uh, and you can just look at him here. Like, let's pull up this picture right here. Um, yeah. So does this guy look like he's natural? Well, he claims to be. He claims to be natty. So, um, or he did until recently, until um, 
Derek with uh, more plates, more dates on YouTube, um, exposed him and had emails demonstrating um, beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was not. So these were emails that he exchanged with a coach that he was looking to hire to help him. Uh, this was pre rollout of the Liver King persona. Let me stop sharing this so I can stop looking at his stupid face. Um, get that off my screen. It's disturbing. Um, so th this persona only dates back to last year and he's already got like 1.7 million followers so he's clearly invested a lot of time energy effort and resources into creating this social media empire i guess you could call it and um as part of that he was going to hire a coach and so he he sent out an email to this coach went back and forth through emails um and then there was an assessment that he did as well and so all the information from that i don't know how but it uh it got sent to derek who did the video expose on it and uh it's all out there now there are some questions that i have about the ethics of that of sharing private emails so i don't you know i mean you know, this is information that was sent to Derek and he posted it and talked about it. I don't have any issue with that. My issue was, wait, who sent it to him? Like, I feel like there could be a little bit of liability or confidentiality breach in there. Either way, whether there's a legal issue there or not, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't speak to that. I think it's shitty. And as a coach, I would never do that. If I had a celebrity client, um, and you know, I've, I've had some clients who you would, you would know, um, the names of, uh, I will be vague, but um, professional wrestlers um, of some renown, um, prominent national politicians of some renown as well. So, um, but you're never going to get those names from me <laughs> because uh, I respect, you know, it, it's not exactly anything that's, uh, you know, it's not protected by HIPAA or anything like that, HIPAA laws here in the United States. But I'm a big believer in just good personal ethics of coach-client confidentiality. So um, yeah, if, if somebody wants to fly under the radar and like the wrestler that I worked with, they made it very clear, like, I don't really want to know that I'm working with a coach. Like, that's fine. I would love to be able to promote this stuff online, but that's your call completely. So um, that is not a decision that I get to make. So, um, so I have a problem with whoever... I'm, I'm presuming... It was the coach in question here who sent those emails to Derek. And so I have a problem with that person, whoever that is. We don't know. Um, like that, that's kind of a shitty thing to do. Um, I don't know if, uh, if this guy, uh, Liver King's real name is Brian something. And I'm going to call him that um, just because I can't stand it when people go by things that are not their actual given name. It's like, no, no. Like I can't call you P Diddy. I got to call you Sean, right? It doesn't really matter to me what you want to be called. Like, what's your fucking name? <sighs> anyway. Like, Madonna is at least her name, right? I, c I couldn't go up to her and say, hey, Lady Gaga, how you doing? Like, no, no. Her real name is like Stephanie or something like that, right? That that's what I'd have to call her, I think. <sighs> I, I just can't do the whole character name. So, Brian, not Liver King, Brian. Um, so, uh brian reached out to this coach and said here's what i'm doing right now and he outlined his basic routine and to be clear like the guy works out really hard um and he more or less kind of follows the tenets that he goes by as far as the um uh as far as the the kind of diet that he follows although it's you know he only eats like three meals a day and you know raw liver is not really a, a didn't look to me to be a very consistent part of that um it's like protein shakes you know some red meat here and there um 
nothing not a lot of food honestly um and he's about 200 pounds he looks bigger than that but he's only like five seven i think or something like that he's pretty damn lean too um but then he outlines the cycle that he's on and all the gh that he's on as well which is a shit ton of gh and he, he went on uh ad nauseum about how expensive it was I'm like yeah <laughs> and he's taking like 10 units a day which is ridiculous it's just crazy the anabolics that he's taking were not it was not a crazy protocol or anything like that but that was also prior to working with this coach and i suspect that whatever he was taking probably um it probably got a little bit more aggressive after that that's supposition on my part but i'm making that assumption here so um and he just claimed ad nauseum to be natural and aggressively so um, to the point where now that it's been proven that he's not, you would really hope that this guy's credibility is completely shot. But unfortunately, what we've learned, uh, you know, what we've always known, what has become more reinforced in the last decade or so is the cult of personality that gets built behind a person is hard to take down. And so he's got his fans that are not abandoning him. And they're, they're like, he, he posted an apology that was basically like, Hey, I fucked up. Yep. I lied. I'm not happy about it. And I'll do better. Like that's about as good as you can do. But his, his apology kind of went off the rails after that. Like if he would have just stopped there and made that a 10 second video, that was great. Instead it was like a couple minutes long and it's like, no, stop when you're ahead, dude. No, no. Cause then he starts justifying it all these other ways. He's like, Oh my God, it went off the rails pretty fast. So, um, what the problem is like with somebody like this he's always going to have a following you know i mean you can't you can't just completely shut down somebody like this but it's just it's how aggressive he was in claiming to be natural and how adamant he was in the theory that he looked the way he did because of the proprietary format that he was pushing like these nine ancestral tenants. So um, basically it comes back to, you know, what is a, a snake oil salesman? That's somebody who claims to have the cure and it's simple and it's something that you haven't done before, but it's something that can easily be branded and, you know, sold in a bottle or packaged and sold in the pamphlet. And whenever you find something like that in life, run away because it's bullshit. Um, what I push to my clients who want to hire me is pretty much the opposite of that. And man, I wish there was a nice packaged way that I could offer and, and, you know, explain it to people. But basically it's like, yeah, the only way to really look like a badass is to work really hard and there aren't any secrets, but you work really hard. And once you're doing that, you find a way to work a little harder still. And then you look at some of the specifics you're doing and see if you need to tweak any of that stuff. And that's kind of where I come in and also finding ways to help you work hard, get your mind right so that you're ready mentally to put in the kind of work that you need to do physically. So that's the basic core tenet that I preach. And that's not going to sell a lot of books. You know, that's not going to sell a lot of t-shirts. That's not a brand that I can put behind that or anything. So, um, Whenever you see something like that, that seems like, oh, wow, I just need to do X, Y, and Z. That's a guy who's trying to sell memberships and t-shirts and merch and, uh, you know, his nine ancestral tenants. If you take away the branding, they're all, you know, I'd say like six or seven of them are really common sense. Work hard, get some sleep, spend some time outside, although that's optional. You certainly don't have to. I think it might help your mental health a little bit if you spent some time outside. Not here in Tennessee today. It looks like shit out there. Um, 
yeah, and you know, prioritize your your sleep and recovery, right? And it's funny because he he also says in his videos like how he preaches quality of sleep and quality of recovery, and how you know he's he's an expert at that. In his assessment with this coach that got leaked, he acknowledged that he has terrible sleep patterns. Why? I mean, if you're doing all the stuff that you say that you're doing, what's the fucking problem with your sleep, dude? Give me a break. I mean, it's just it's just phony bullshit like this that makes everybody suspect of the entire industry. And then I end up paying a price for that as well because I'm a part of this industry. So I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Um, he, he is the exemplification of everything that's wrong with his industry. Um, and it all stems from him not just refusing to wear a shirt. Oh, man. Okay. Anyway, that, that's really all I've got for today. I'm going to keep this relatively short. Um, I, again, I don't know how long this is, but I'm going to just roll with this here. So thank you for joining me here. If you haven't checked out the website, please go do it. It's fivestarphysique.com, all new, or thedropset.com will take you there as well. Um, check out what we got up there. Uh, workout programs, you can read about coaching stuff. You can bar- browse. Uh, uh, it's been a long morning. What can I tell you? You can browse... Um, uh, podcast archives, uh, and you can check out the merch and that section will be growing soon as well. See, I I sell merch too. For me, it's all about like, you know, spreading the message and, you know, trying to increase brand awareness more than anything else. My brand is just, you know, it's me. I am not a viral character. I'm a boring dude. So I, I don't have anything sexy to sell anybody, unfortunately. So, um, I wish I did wish I did, but I don't. So anyway, um, I appreciate y'all joining me here for this kind of shorter, brief-ish episode. Um, this is 2.14. We'll probably be back for 2.15 next week. Oh, yeah. So you still here? I hope so. This is the important part. I mentioned doing some YouTube videos, right? I should have led with this. Um, I am looking for ideas that people might have on a video series that might make, uh, you know, something that, you know, in podcast format, I did it a little bit today with, uh, with some of the stuff that I did here, bringing the screen share, um, so that you kind of see what I'm looking at to try and work in a little bit of a visual element for those watching in YouTube land. Um, but, uh, what I'd like to do is put together some some YouTube videos, ideally in a series, like something that's a theme, like it's blah, blah, blah with Darren. Um, and uh, do something that incorporates a little bit more of a visual element, right? Um, I see a lot of things on YouTube where it's really just a guy talking into a screen, kind of like this. I'm like, that could very easily just be an audio thing, like a podcast, but it's not, it's on YouTube. So therefore I cross, I cross post this to YouTube just for kicks, um, but I, I would love to do something that's a little bit more video centric. So if you have ideas on a series that would work well for that in this kind of space, let me know. I would freaking love to hear it. Okay. That's all I got. So peace out y'all. I'll be back next week.